0: Job.
1: Let's go. Look at me, Damian. The as the stinger says, this is Blade Job episode 46. I am one of the hosts, as always, Steve Carley, with me today in person. Thank goodness, Eric Marshick. What up, buddy?
0: What's up? We're breaking the, uh, the, um, not gathering ban to be together in person of any time there was a, if there was ever a time not to record in person maybe yeah. it was due to the coronavirus but we're here
1: at the same time we're kind of quarantining our way you know away from everybody else at the same time yeah normally we record in, you know, in a public area so no ex- people know that we're there but yeah we would record here in my place today speaking of coronavirus this is a pretty good pretty good episode today uh pretty relevant to today
0: Yeah, we kind of shotgunned it and we ended up, you know, we're like, well, we could cover, you know, some more wrestling. We could cover, you know, some, uh, you know, some just, you know, lifeless slash movie. But no, let's cover a movie about a a contagion outbreak.
1: Let's be relevant, you know. And we're not talking about contagion, by the way. Steven Soderbergh's 2011, pretty good movie. It's actually very good. Good movie. It's spiking up in in, in rents, I spy (laughs) here. It is, it is. Yeah, it's pretty popular. It's apparently the um what's it plague ink the phone well the PC turn phone game also had I guess the they took it I think <laughs> Apple removed it from the from the the Chinese app store because oh. it was you know people were downloading it and of course you know it's not really appropriate for the real life today so
0: fun well, times for today we're talking about
1: contamination
0: contamination from 1980. Um what are some of the aka's on this? We got contamination. Well, that's the
1: thing, because this movie is is uh you know it's Italian. That's what we're kind of known for, apparently. And yeah, so, it's becoming a trend. Does it have any other names? I know that we're yeah. kind of expected to. So, so
0: we'll get into it, but it's also contal- called Alien Contamination.
1: <laughs> that seems more straightforward, but okay. Toxic right. Spawn. Talk- oh, I like that one.
0: And then the 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 final one, or this was it was originally supposed to be called Contamination the alien arrives on earth and we'll get into why that's a little relevant because it's uh, like that. Yeah. This, this movie kind of, uh, let's just say, uh, borrows from another movie that came out around this time.
1: It also borrows from other actors from other movies, but discount versions of (laughs) them.
0: We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, we're talking about, uh, you know, we thought it'd be fun to cover a little, uh, you know, movie that, that does a superb job of curtailing a, a public outbreak of a, of a, unknown organism
1: as a treat, right as a treat for the audience as a treat for us before we do that though just some couple uh housekeeping things we're also going to be doing another another uh investigation yes yeah we got another blade job investigation
0: this one's a little less serious you know not that you know not that last well that's you know this is always actually pretty serious when we're doing an investigation but we'll be looking into uh you know maybe a maybe a uh, an instant where there was a blade job recently, and there shouldn't have been one yeah we're going give a give our uh you know more of our rating of uh of approval
1: on that, so stay tuned for that yeah. uh, so before that it's a quick housekeeping Eric Have you been watching anything? I mean I don't think you have anything in the know. it's just out of curiosity um not really
0: i like I started watching that Tokyo I mean, aside Google from the show aside
1: from the news i mean the news no. like. You know, like, watching the coronavirus spread is kind of a horror movie in itself. This kind of is. I especially if you're
0: elderly. I haven't been watching, though, really. I mean, I kind of, like, I, I do kind of feel like there's, like, a heightened paranoia, though. Like, I feel like, you know, I just wake up kind of feeling, like, you know, a little shitty. I'm like, oh, man, is it could it be? Could it be? Is Corona here?
1: Well, we but, finally had our first two cases here yeah. in our local area, so that's cool. Love that. So, you know, I guess just uh,
0: wash your hands, folks. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it.
1: I'm, I'm a little ir- irked that some people need to be told to wash their goddamn hands, but I yeah. guess people do. I guess it's, I keep seeing people now sharing the um, the image, the infographic, if you will, um, of uh, how to wash your hands. Mm-hmm. ABCs I, twice. I, I think to myself, I'm just like, dude, like this is, I mean, I don't understand why people need to be told how to do this. But, you know, I wash my hands. like I, I wouldn't consider myself a germaphobe, but I like to have clean hands. I hear you. It's, and so it's been incredibly convenient for me to blend in more now. Now that I too everybody else like me washes their hands multiple times a day today.
0: I'm a big hand eater. Like, you know, like I love a like I love a sandwich. You know, I'm not, I'm not someone who's like cutting up sandwiches
1: eating with a fork. I like eating with my like I like ribs wings. So, see, same here, but I don't like to like. You will never see me being like like the finger liquor. You know, well, like, I can't. Sometimes- I, and I can't even use a napkin. I have to, like, wash my hands to get all that shit off of me. Well,
0: I understand. But I'm just saying, from from being a, a, a pretty veteran eater of with my hands. you you're know, your experienced. I, I'm experienced in a good, you know, yeah, I have a good hand wash before you're going to tackle a fucking burger. Well, yeah,
1: wash your hands beforehand. But even after, like, again, I just, yeah, napkin, fine. But I would much prefer going to go into the bathroom and wash my hands to get all that. I hear off. you. I That's hear you. That's what I'm saying, so.
0: Anyways, back to like what we were saying. I have not really been watching the news, but I have been watching. Uh, f- I've been dipping into the full moon. Oh man! Uh, I, Thank I you. found. I got the. I got the first four movies, which I think there only is four movies of subspecies, which is a full moon, uh, kind of gothic vampire movie. So you know we've seen some full moon in the past, and it's uh, we have. it's pretty. It's some pretty cheesy stuff. Pretty cheesy. But it's you know, pretty, it's pretty rough. the The guy who owns Full Moon, Charles Band, or started it, he's like he's kind of weirdly almost like the Nick Cage of like B movie producers. He literally bought a castle, and they they in four movies they just film every movie in the castle he
1: bought. <laughs> it's actually kind of badass. I kind of yeah. like that. A and lot, I believe
0: he, he filmed Castle Freak there too, which which actually would be a kind of a fun movie to cover on this show. So. But yeah, I've been watching the subspecies. Um,
1: The idea that there's four of them already sounds like four too many, or at least three too many. You know what, though, Steve? Same director throughout, which, you know, I love that. Gotta respect that. And
0: same lead, uh, acting lead. So I I love a project that sees sees its way through. It did lose the... The Femme Fatale. There's been a the same character, but played by like four different actresses.
1: But yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? You 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 can assume and hope that the that the actress is off doing more important things after that. Yes. Let's well, one of them I believe thing.
0: is Shatner's daughter. Oh, okay.
1: I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Really. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, really well, I don't know if she's done anything. Shatner's since. somebody who I who is way older than you than you the listener think he is. Uh,
0: is he? I'm think, I'm gonna say he's in his
1: uh, mid to late eighties. Nope, you are incorrect. Mm-hmm. He's at least ninety years old. Well, I guarantee. I, I, well, you know what? I'm actually not going to. He was in that Star right. Trek, so that was in the 60s. So, you know, I kind of could see that. He's just one of those people who you're like, oh, he can't be that old, but he is extremely old. William oh. Shatner, currently is. He was born in 1931. Okay. That's old, man. So he's almost 90. My grandmother, rest in peace, is uh, was born the same year. She's dead now, which is actually a good thing because now the coronavirus can't get to her. So, well, the
0: coronavirus can get to William Shatner. So let's let's <laughs> let's wash our hands around uh, America's William treasure. Shatner's
1: daughter. You need to protect him at all costs. <laughs> anyway, anything so else? anyways,
0: that's pretty much it for me. I've been watching subspecies. Um, been watching a lot of Ancient Aliens. Okay, all right. Um, Someone's got it.
1: I don't know. It just helps me fall asleep at night. I believe that. Well, I feel like a lot of uh, history channel programming yeah. these days. is. Good but it's like beautiful. just
0: interesting enough to keep me awake. But then it's just boring enough and it repeats itself so much that I end up falling asleep. So okay. it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Sounds like everybody wins. How about Maybe, you? What you? What have you been watching? What do you got going on? What's What's the deal?
1: I don't I don't really... I mean, I, I watched this show on Amazon. It's not super relevant to this podcast. It's called Undone. I'm only mentioning it because it's actually a series that I finished and, you know, and didn't give up on because wow. it's only one season so far. So it's actually... It's pretty good. It stars Rosa Salazar. She's the lead from Alita Battle Angel. She's, oh, okay. She's, I think she's blowing up. She's very, very... She's, she's incredibly... Really incredibly talented. It's pretty shocking how good she is. Also, um, uh, I keep forgetting his damn name. Better Call Saul. What is his name? Oh, uh, 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 not David Cross. The other guy. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> sound, other, they sound similar. The other
1: one. They sound um, similar. Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Thank you. Which is funny because I'm also watching Better Call Saul, so I should know that. But uh, but it's basically, um, it's not a horror thing. But I guess it depends on what you consider horror, I guess. But it is like a story of... Loss, you know, she uh, is able, her dad, played by. Odin Kirk. Odin Kirk, Jesus Christ, thank you. Mm Odin Kirk kind of is able to communicate uh, to her through time even though he's been long dead but the idea of this of this show is that it is um are you aware what rotoscoping animation is you ever heard of the movie like waking life
0: i've actually well the only reason i kind of know it is because i've seen trailers for this show so i am assuming that's what you're talking about is that style
1: where it's kind of like a mixture of like it's live action shot with green screen and yet rotoscoped hand drawn on it's very interesting. the um, The director of the series, uh, oh god, uh, Hisko Hulsing, uh, is like an artist as well. And you know he's an artist because his name is Hisko Hulsing. Which it's is just a, a,
0: a quick a takeaway from that rotoscoping. I, if you if you want like an early this is this is a deep cut, but an early example of something like this, go back and watch uh, this animated movie called Fire and Ice, and even the the original animated Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. They use a lot of rotoscoping for combat scenes.
1: It's good. It looks like I mean, if it looks you, weird. If you watch it's cool. Undone, it's like visually, it's like nothing you ever seen. Like I, it, it's very interesting, um, and that works well that way because it's a very kind of cerebral, fantastical show. Mm-hmm. You know, grounded with loss and real real life emotions, but uh, you know, because of the rotoscoping and the kind of you know half animation, the half animation, uh, they can, they're able to you know show off different ideas. You know, more more realistically kind of hard to explain but yeah so it's very good um, i'm glad i watched it i've been wanting to watch it for a while it's gotten a lot of good reviews it's on it's an amazon prime original um i recommend it i mean it's not, again not really relevant to this show but i was like you know i whenever i finish a season of a show that's a landmark for me so i have to mention it <laughs> so and that's pretty much it um uh so i'm, I'm, I'm gonna dive right into steve slaps all I, right no segment on the show oh, I, I know second weekend I don't love the name, but I'll figure out a new one okay. anyway. So I've got, so I've got a does slap, a will slap, and a should slap. And yeah. I, this actually ties well into um, some bigger news, and what I've been also I've, I've been watching. So. What does slap? I finally saw The Invisible Man.
0: I got to see it, so I know I said I'd see it before this episode. I'm a big Lee Winnell fan,
1: the writer director of the movie, because he also wrote and directed Upgrade, which is Kick's Ass, which slaps. He also wrote The First Saw, which a lot of people don't realize, which is a great movie. So is the second one, but that is pretty much it. Uh, he's, I believe, an Aussie. He's not New Zealand. Yeah, he's an Aussie. Great guy. Um, so invisible man's very good uh, if, if you want to see if, if you're if you are unconvinced by Elizabeth Moss' Moss's acting prowess you need to see this because her ability to act along basically the whole movie is essentially her reacting to nothing well she's a
0: Scientologist so she yeah you know, it's a, it, there's some good actors in that bunch. <laughs> So. see the
1: thing with her is that she was born allegedly apparently born into us to a Scientology not oh. like I was convinced to join it she was born into it and raised in its ranks which is that's like Beck I don't know is that true
0: yeah but he you know recently
1: what? didn't he recently denounced it I forgot that he was a Scientologist yeah, Like Michael Payne is also a Scientologist Michael Payne, who Michael Pena, Pena oh Michael Payne I think it's a Michael Payne That was like Hell is that yeah. a wrestler I Michael don't Kane know about <laughs> yeah no Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a wrestler name no, um, but yeah, I mean, she is. I mean, she's absolutely incredible, and I, I feel like anybody who's a fan of her is well aware of that. She's a fan one of our best actresses working today, and she's especially good here. And I don't know, Lee Winnell, He just he he can move a camera in good way, in you know, in ways that other people aren't doing it. And his use of like you can consider negative space to kind of you know he, he, the idea is that the whole idea of the movie is that you know she's being terrorized abused so to speak by uh, an invisible force Mm, right that's of course you know being very basic about it do
0: you ever see oh i guess don't spoil it i probably will see it i don't know if i'll see it in theaters
1: you need to see it i won't spoil anything for you for sure you do need to see it um but the idea that a camera can kind of pan from her over to um, nothing an empty room and because this is a low budget movie i think it was like seven million dollar budget which is dirt cheap which is like
0: elizabeth moss going right well, she actually, um,
1: what, what happens in this case, a lot of, a lot of uh, actresses and actresses like this will take like a small fee, but they'll get back end. Oh. And the movie's doing very well, which is good, you know. That's nice. I almost said original horror, but that's not, that's not true at all. The movie's far from original, but, um, but the idea that the camera can like pan over to a, like just an empty space, because, you know, they could show things, but why do that? Save them money. Let the let the audience's mind film. He's the invisible. And you don't goddamn know if I mean it's as simple as that. You know he could be there. You don't know, and just the fact that there's so much unknown with the camera work and the way that he frames the shots, and you think you know, I, you know he could be there. Um, I think that's just the best kind of filmmaking. So I'm very impressed by that. The Invisible Man does slap. Go see it. Big shock. Okay, I'm not shocked. So, uh, what will slap? I will tell you this right now. So. The Invisible Man is kind of a the beginning of a rebirth of a couple of years ago. The Dark Universe. This was a way that um, the studios can kind of you know seeing Marvel MCU. They kind of everyone wants a piece of that pie. Mm -hmm. Um, So of course not you know three two or three years ago I guess now three years ago uh, the Dark Universe was formed and that was essentially like the old fashioned Universal monster movies. So they're kind of be rebooting reimagining. Speaking of reimagining, *The Invisible Man* is a very smart reimagining, moderniz- modernizing of the old tale. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the same story; it's a little more modern, modern take of it, which is, you know, I I'm very impressed by. It. And you know, you if you go see it, you will see why I highly recommend it. Anyway, so anyway, um, *The Invisible Man* is kind of like the reboot of the reboot of the Dark Universe. Um, and they announced a couple days ago that a couple more properties are being redone. Um, I, I unfortunately, I can't remember the other ones except for one, and that is Dracula. And that's going to be directed by Karen Kusama, who is a pretty fantastic actress. She uh, she did uh, recently Destroyer with Nicole Kidman that nobody saw, including myself, but I wanted to. <laughs> I missed it in theaters. It never opened up around here. It's actually Uh-oh. on Hulu right now, so I need, I need to just fuck off and watch that movie because it's on Hulu now. Uh, she did The Invitation for Netflix. You know what movie she actually did do? She did Jennifer's Body from mm-hmm. 09, which apparently sucked when it came out. Now it's great. That's what time does to movies. Yeah. Also, she did, she did Eon Flux from 05. Okay, the, whoa. Yeah. Now her, you're speaking my language. Her career is interesting for sure, but um, I've seen different clips and such of like Destroyer, and she handles like, like Grisly. She handles um you know visceral, You know, I'm, I'm going to say visceral drama. And Gen- that may or may not mean anything. Jennifer's
0: body is a is a is a favorite of friend of the show. Cassie's is that right? Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, I'm I'm happy to have to have her in our corner for sure.
0: So yeah, that sounds. interesting. Shout out to Cassie always. I, I think um, I think I'm in, I'm interested in all these reimagining I'm, modernizations. I'm here for it, man. I'm
1: here for it. I think it's great, and I really do need to go back and see um you know the old the classics. But yeah, so. Um, and then also James Wan, you know, we're all fans of James Wan. He is producing another one, and I wish I could remember what the hell it was. I did some some brief research right before we began, and I couldn't find it. It's a tweet from a while back, but yeah. So the idea that Kusama is doing a Dracula movie is gonna be. I think that that's that. There's no doubt, my mind that will slap. You heard it here first. You know, we'll yeah. keep you updated on all that as it develops. But you heard it here first.
0: I'll always check out a Dracula vehicle. Right, I know I think it's kind of awesome. been uh, over. It's been done a lot, but there's room to
1: there's room to modernize it. The problem is a lot of these recent ones, like Dracula, they're they're more action movies than any, than anything. And I think that if you get back to like, just like how the Invisible Man was, the kind of slow, you know, psychological terror. Um, I think a, a modern Dracula would be fantastic for that. And I'm excited to see. You know, more, because I mean, uh Invisible Man's making bank. I mean, you know, as much bank as a movie like that size can make. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I'm assuming the coronavirus isn't helping, but I think they were <laughs> able to get all their money in time, you know, before that really kicked into high gear. Um, So I'm excited to see, you know, a Dracula movie, and I'm assuming we're going to have like a Wolfman, a Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, I know we will. I don't know. There's no might about it. This is guaranteed, but... So, I'm actually going to bleed that into. I'm going to say the new dark universe direction it's going in should slap. So
0: I have a quick question about I'm here this, to answer though. them. So dark universe is this? Does that mean that? So when I think of the whole universes thing now, like the whole in my head, the reason that they that that exists is to eventually do like crossover movies. Will we get that?
1: Because that, that to me that sounds kind of cheesy. So, you are correct to assume that we would that, that would happen because you're right. I mean, you could assume that a shared that's what these are they're shared universes, although now that I think about it, I believe I remember seeing more than one story claiming that there's not going to be a crossover they're okay. just they're standalone movies right,
0: and that's kind of so that that reminds me a lot of like the original concept that John Carpenter had for Halloween where it's it's a shared universe where Michael Myers is one halloween you know then the kind of un, i mean it's cult classic now but a flop was the season of the witch was his other installment in the halloween universe where it's more okay. of a witch tale instead of the serial killer tale huh. so I, I kind of look at dark universe is a, a kind of continue or a you know building upon of carpenter's original idea to to have kind of halloween themed movies in the same universe where this will be obviously uh kind of reimagined classics that take place in the same universe, but won't necessarily, um,
1: like crossover, crossover. but there could be nods
0: kind of how, I mean, I don't know if it's ever actually, if it's even true, but that some Tarantino movies take place in the same universe.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I believe it's
0: true. I mean, and there's little Easter eggs. So, I mean, I think that I'm more of a fan of that type of crossover where there's subtle Easter eggs and things like that as opposed to blatant character it's popping up in a movie. You know what well, I mean? Well, I'll
1: tell you right now, for example, there is an Easter egg in *The Invisible Man that alludes to the Saw franchise. I mean, it's a small thing, you know. It's like, that's kind of
0: like, weird. Like, that's not a that's that dark
1: universe at all. I mean, it's 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 mainly just... that's I mean, that's what I think of when I think of a... I mean, it's, it's a yeah. good example of the... Yeah, dark yeah, thing, yeah. Because yeah. it's, you know... So, I mean, you know... So, yes, take it with a grin, with a grin of salt, but maybe a small grain of salt that... The original plan was to kind of do crossovers, but mm-hmm. since they kind of rebooted this whole idea of the dark shared universe, um, they're going to keep them more standalone.
0: That's cool. In like, fact,
1: don't take it with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm 95% positive. If I don't I
0: really be. want Invisible Man versus Jekyll and Hyde. It's, I, mean, I think that'd be cool as shit, but I, don't I mean, need to see mean, yes, it. but that's kind of, I feel like that you can probably agree from seeing the movie that it would maybe take away from the atmosphere oh, laid out in the first
1: It's one. like Alien versus Predator. I mean, it's cool as hell. The idea is cool, but the movies were not good, so it's, right. uh, it's kind of a whole thing. So, so. So that's the does will and should slap kind all of right. all bleed into one, but you know that's that's uh, my my uh, section of the podcast. I can do what the hell I, I want. So.
0: <laughs> that's true. God we give right. you these segments, then you you really ran you're really running with them. So I'm looking hey, at man, you. I'm into it. Look uh, at
1: you. So speaking of kind of horror movies, mm-hmm. I, I, a little bird told me, AKA you, that you have not yet seen the Candyman trailer. No. First I of have all, not. I, I, I it is. I would murder to be like you and just have an anticipated trailer and just be like, man, I'll watch it. Well, eventually. I'm not
0: a trailer guy. I don't really like oh. watching trailers. I didn't watch the, tra- I didn't see any really trailers for Midsummer. I didn't. What else did I see? I didn't see any trailers for Uncut Gems when and saw oh, that. Oh my god! Um, I didn't see any trailers. I tried to avoid trailers because, like, I feel like they give away a lot of stuff. So
1: yeah, they do. But if you see them like as like a short film in themselves, like I do, I I just can't. There will there be a time where I, where a movie will be coming out and I'm gonna be like, no, nah, I'm gonna go and Unsullied. I can't. I, that's not in my blood at all. I, I, I did I tell it. you
0: that I went when I was uh, in school. This is like a really quick aside, but. I uh we had I was doing an advertising major. And we had uh, some people come in who worked for a company I believe called Trailer Park and they were responsible for making the promotional packages for a certain film group company and it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, there are many different, obviously, you know, picture houses, but, you know, for that. But that's really cool. I'm jealous. Yeah, uh, it was I've, cool to like talk to them and hear what they had to say about shit. But it's got to be a cool, pretty cool gig. I can't imagine it pays well because any kind of like post work sucks. Unfortunately, it's just how it goes. But...
0: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it was was getting footage of shit and then yeah. cutting it into some sort
1: of. I mean, there's just some trailers out there that I, like, will never forget. I think some... I mean, obviously, yeah, some of the crappier trailers, of course, spoil shit, other kind. And then I like the whole idea of the misdirection that Marvel is really good at. It's,
0: uh, I'm trying to pull this trailer up here. Oh, I see. Got is, it. Is it not?
1: I, I, My TV's off, that's why. hey what are you doing? All right. So, yeah. yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we'll, we, what we're going to do is we're going to do a quick... Uh, Watch along. Uh, this is going to be trailer. a live reaction. This is going to be a live reaction to Nia, Nia or what I, I like to call her Nia DaCosta. It just sounds cooler. Nia DaCosta. Her movie Candyman. Yeah. I, Written I... by Jordan Peele. Produced by Jordan Peele. Really? Let's 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 Let's, let's fuck it, up. Let's do it right now. I'm excited. Okay. So it's holding up to
0: the original. Yeah. I'm
1: going turn it down a little bit. Oh shit! This is, of course, a modern yeah, it's retelling. It's, it's it's a spiritual sequel. <laughs> well, we're still alive. <laughs> Let's
0: go, go. Is there gonna be a little bit of comedy like that? Like it's Jordan Peele? Um,
1: Trina, yeah, I guess yeah. I that's a good question. <gasps> oh, this funny. bad brains, backpatch gonna be violent. I'm into that. There's the hook. That guy, that guy was the villain in uh, Aquaman. He's an Aquaman. He's the villain. oh Coleman oh. awesome.
0: I think we talked about this last time about how like urban horror yeah. is kind of a genre that's uh, for
1: sure. Why are you it's, it's really Jordan so, Peele's uh, wheelhouse.
0: Cause that was the big thing with the original Candyman. one was the projects and stuff.
1: My DeCosta previously directed a small indie couple years ago called Candyman. Little Woods. Actually last year not a couple years ago.
0: Oh shit. So
1: I think he made a mistake. Oh, they're not showing him. Is it oh, Tony okay. Todd? Um. The, the, the we don't know yet. Oh, oh. Okay. They haven't really shown like what his role is. Because they haven't shown the Candyman in this trailer. He had a purpose for you to be another one
0: his terrible
1: stories. Tony Todd's obviously in the movie. He um, is in the movie. it's confirmed. He's in the movie. Yeah, but they haven't really announced like what his role is yet. That sounds like his voice. And the voice doesn't sound like him, but it could very well be misdirection. that happens.
0: Hmm. I like that they kept the font. That kind of like a weird nerd thing,
1: but yeah. I just I hope that by June, the well... theater still exists. We're gonna find well, out. Well,
0: yeah, we'll find out. Um, I I think it looks cool. I think it looks. It looks uh, like it looks pretty Hollywood eyes, but I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Um, you know, it didn't look very art house or indie to me.
1: See, my thing with 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 trailers and movies like this is that I focus on too much on what's what's behind the camera. the way the so the fact that it's Jordan Peele writing and producing, Nia DaCosta directing with that cast, I think to myself like that's enough for me to get excited about it. Like I mean, you you can tell. I mean, maybe it's. I don't know if I, if you can call that confirmation bias, but maybe it's the fact that I know it's Jordan Peele writing and producing it that I can say, oh, it looks kind of like a Jordan Peele project. Maybe I wouldn't know yeah. that, if I didn't know going in that it was from him, you know. Um, but that's the effect that I have from it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I get that. It's uh, I, I guess it'd be hard for me to tell. Like I, I don't want it like a Jordan Peele movie. I kind of think is being a like more socially conscious. A uh, lot of African American leads. Um, is kind of his what he's been putting out lately, but this one just it looked a little different. It didn't look as tongue in cheek as some of his other stuff, which I think is cool. But I guess because did he direct um, uh, what was the get out and us? That's oh, he... us, did he direct us? Oh, yeah. Okay, directed it. So, yeah. this, so this is his first really
1: producing, or has he produced other stuff? Uh, if, if you saw before, that it started Monkey Paw Productions, that's his production company. Oh, okay, so he produced those two as well. And he's produced a couple other movies as well. He's you know he's getting getting big time into the you know his Monkey Paw Productions is amassing quite the project list. That's cool. Um, so it's and I mean you know it, it, is it too really to say that his Monkey Paw, Paw Productions is a, is a sign of quality? Maybe, but at the same time, you know both us and you know everything he's produced so far has been pretty fantastic. So
0: yeah, and and this is a this is a great uh, a reboot or remake. You know, it's a great series. It's, a, it's a spiritual
1: like, sequel. This yeah. is a spiritual sequel to the movie. To the a, Candy a spiritual Man.
0: sequel to the first one? To the first movie.
1: Because there is there is three Candyman's. Yes, this is a and spiritual is a sequel movie. to the first movie. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, it looks cool. Um, which is streaming on Amazon Prime, I believe. I believe it's also on Netflix. It's, it's uh, Only Netflix, uh, that's the one. Which I need, I need to watch it. Maybe tomorrow then. I have tomorrow off, so. It's really good. Yeah. yeah it's I really mean, good. Uh, I, I mean, you know, even if it's not great, I still want to watch it so I can go see the movie. <laughs> you know the spiritual sequel here but so um
0: yeah i'm looking i'm looking forward to Candyman. i hadn't actually yeah i hadn't seen it like i said i don't see a lot of trailers. maybe i'll try and save my trailer watching for the show that's a cool idea so cuz i don't watch shit so
1: yeah and i watch um, too much of it but um i i i think it'll be it'll make some money cuz jordan peel his production company kind of like blumhouse where they make you know i mean us and get out don't cost a lot. i mean don't cost a lot i mean yeah. probably 15 20 million each maybe a little bit more for us. So, um, you know, I, I think it's not. I think this movie, especially considering how much Jordan Peele has remained in the public conscience since Get Out in 2017. Yeah. Um, I think that this movie. Can, I mean, despite the fact that this is Nia Dacosta's movie or Nia Dacosta or whatever, um, you know, I still think that they're gonna. Obviously, the is gonna focus on his name.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, until
1: I... Nia Dacosta can blow up because her career. I think this is going to help her career a lot. Apparently, Little Woods is very good. No one saw it, including myself. No, uh, small indie. Can't I can't see everything? Damn it.
0: No, and, that, and that's
1: pretty common and for try.
0: horror to tie a producer or a. Sure.
1: Oh, I know how film marketing works. Believe yeah. me. Uh, yeah, believe me. So, um, but yeah, that's Candyman. You know, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a hit. Um, I think it has enough. You know, it is very possible that you can get all the talent in the world, and the movie still sucks. But I don't yeah. think this is going to be one of those cases. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's got a good jumping off point. I think it's got a lot of good people behind it, which is all you can ask for as a fan of of horror. So. I couldn't
1: agree. Eric Marshick. Uh-huh. Uh We have an investigation. Yeah,
0: we do. It. This and this this is, so this isn't a, this is kind of pl- building off of next last week's episode, and I don't know if we're going to continue this every week. Oh,
1: not every week, but it's still fun to do every once is, in
0: a while. It is fun to know? do once in a while. But, you know, we're, we're kind of looking into, you know, blade jobs seemingly are, are coming back a little bit. And, and
1: now now we're getting on the case and we're cracking down. Blade job, that, that, is, this is, something, that is a disease I hope we do catch. It's an epidemic <laughs> in the world of blade job. Yes.
0: So, you know, last week we talked about the Naito blade job to the head. Well, you know, was it real, was it fake? Um, But not real or fake, but was it real or did he blade? Did he he hit his head or did he blade? Today we're talking about more or less, um, should we have gone there? And we're talking about a blade job um, from Revolution, the AEW pay-per-view a couple weekends ago. We're talking about the MJF-Cody match. Um, Now, Steve, we've seen a lot of blade jobs here. I mean, never enough, but yeah, we've seen. What 20. is what's what's some of our standard uh, bl- uh, objects or or
1: attacks that cause said uh, blood to crimson mask to form? Oh, look at Christian or C- Christian mask, uh, <laughs> crimson mask. Um, I th- to me the the uh, the classic the go-to is a is a chair.
0: The, cha- yeah, the so chair, yeah. So we talked about that last week on the rated RKO episode with. R. I, no, I don't want to say R.I.P. Ric Flair, because he's not actually dead, but he was, don't curse for him. all intents and purposes, dead on that Raw la- last episode. He might episode. as well
1: have been dead, for sure. But, um, yeah, chairs. I uh, think a board, like a 2x4, I two, think I've yeah. seen a couple of those.
0: Um, I think we've seen some just, like, legit glass and spikes oh, yeah. and stuff. Glass is a good thing for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, very rarely do we even see, a, like, a bare-knuckle punch to a blade job. And, and what we're investigating, you know, was this MJF-Cody Rhodes match. Cody, for some reason, has his boot taken off. I think it's because he actually had a broken toe. Oh. So they were exposing the broken toe. Ballsy move. And from there, he swings said broken toe, connects with MJF's head. He falls to the outside of the ring. And where, where does, what does he come up with? the makings
1: of a crimson mask yeah, half, now he's, he's half masked. you yeah. failed defer- to do you failed to mention that he's wearing a pair of socks i mean yeah, oh yeah he's wearing a pair of socks so to me so I, I think of socks i think of cushiness i think of mm-hmm. bliss i think of warmth comfort uh i don't think of blade well i always think about blade jobs every, every day when i'm sleeping when i'm awake but the idea that you can get socked in the face right by a, by a Pun intended, of course, socked in the face <laughs> to emerge with uh, not, not a small cut. Not, this is not a small blade job. This is a substantial uh, job, substantial blade. So, yeah. to me, I think that this investigation isn't quite as uh, as uh, open. and sh- This is a bit more open and shut. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know
0: what I'm going to say, though, for this? I'm going to say, and this. this might be controversial, I'm going to say not blade job approved. Because even though it was a blade job, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a veto on the necessity of it.
1: Um, I agree, but I'm also gonna say this because what happens? He gets socked in the face again on an extremely intended. (laughs) He goes off the side of the ring. He's down there for a while off camera. You and I, I think, are the kind of guys who like a subtle blade job that is quick. You can barely you blink and you miss it. Mm -hmm. This guy could have baked. big 12 cookies you know we like pros we like the pros this is obviously like you said this is a new age blade jobs not as not as common not as frequent Mm -hmm. so when you finally get one it's sloppy and i'm not into that i i think it's shameful and i don't respect (laughs) it so honestly i this is an open and shut case i think it was a blade job despite the fact that it should not have been because no of the because he got hit by by a sock wearing foot
0: I mean cuz broken
1: toe be damned.
0: If we're going to go start down this path, where does it end? Is, is it end gonna, you know, is it going to be, you know, are we going to st- when the towel hits somebody's head, are we going to start blading? I shudder to you think know? of that, but I think it's
1: possible. So
0: And that's I think that's a that's a message that we really try and you know, portray in this show is that, you know, too much of a good thing isn't always the best and blade jobs are sometimes best when kept Taboo and sacred. You know what I'm saying, Steve?
1: I do. The more I think about this, the the less I think of it as an investigation, and more of just us calling out bad, yes. bad uh, craftsmanship.
0: You know what? That's that's pretty much what it is. Is you know, being the authority on this type of thing, I think it's we're just kind of uh, the you know, bringing the hammer
1: authority.
0: down. It is law. I mean, honestly, I mean, I just. Uh, I mean, I I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's just, I think it's more of a, it's less of a case close. It's more of a, of a guilty of a a bad, yeah. The the verdict verdict. is guilty of a, of a punishment
1: death confirmed for
0: sure. So MJF, uh, come get some, uh, the boys here have spoken.
1: I think, I think if, if we were to like 2v1 him, we could probably take him. Um, Especially, especially, I think I agree with that. Yeah. Especially knowing that if I were to like sneeze on him, he'd try to blade himself, which is pretty. Yeah. It's just because when you're when you're doing a blade job, it's all about being a team player. You have to make it organic. You have to make it subtle. Yeah. If I like sneeze on you and he goes, oh shit, and blades himself, you may think, well, it's a blade job. No. It's it's a it's a bullshit job. It's a bull job, for, in, in my personal opinion, which of course is fact because this is what we're this is what we're you know this segment's all about fact. So, um, the fact that he thought that a cake with a pair of socks is worth blading himself over to me is frankly disgusting but yeah it's i can't even think about this anymore honestly no i
0: mean we yeah we got to move on because i know you're gonna get you're gonna get all hung up on
1: this the more we talk about it the more angry (laughs) i get about the fact they just wasted a blade job on this shoddy craftsmanship and i'm not into it so yeah
0: well you know what let's let's move on let's let's move on to the well i guess before we we talk about that we we should go into a little detail next week blood and guts next episode i should say um we got a little surprise for you so stay tuned follow on social media this will that'll be the best place to find
1: what what we got up our sleeves for that but i know one of us eric definitely posted a tease on instagram for this episode or for the next for the last episode mm-hmm. uh, i like that it was very nice i was i, I remember seeing that get ready um, to get tickled let me start teasing a little more i like it and i saw it and i was like "Ooh, uh, hey can you know? even though i knew what it was about i was like this is very nice <laughs> I, I had inside baseball you know yeah it's yeah. very nice well, uh, let's get into the meat. Let's no, get
0: no. into the the epidemic that 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 you know. I think this goes unspoken about in the '80s, and that is the, the the Mars egg alien contamination of the late '70s, early '80s. That uh,
1: it's in all the textbooks. Yeah. Now, Eric, this I is I will, a documentary. Yeah. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say this. Normally, I would say let's travel to Italy right now. Ill advised. No. yes. Again, ill advised. Pun intended, for sure um just assume that every pun i make is very much intended going forward (laughs) but my point of this is that italy today actually well right before we recorded it was announced that in italy every store in in the area um minus like pharmacies and like the crucial medicine stores closed close them all which is pretty crazy I, i imagine a lot of uh i don't know how that what that means for all the service and like um uh, retail workers mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting thought but
0: i think it's just like don't go outside unless you got to get you know baguette oh that's no, friend
1: apparently, apparently toilet paper is the is the new hot thing i saw i saw a local store not local to us but a local to somebody's store i think it was like a walgreens selling um hand sanitizer bottles for like 60 bucks a pop which um, is of course illegal but you know what are you gonna do about it i guess what are you gonna do um, so anyway, I think that watching this movie, Contamination, is pretty much the closest we can get to like experiencing Italy, uh, <laughs> especially right now. It's, if uh, they we're...
0: handle the current coronavirus in any way, like they handled the Alien Spawn, um, yeah, I can see why they're. I can see why the whole country's quarantined.
1: Yeah, not good for us for sure. Yeah. Um, so this movie was uh, released in 1980. As is, is usual for us, this movie could have been shot like 20 years prior. It's just how it goes. Every <laughs> yes. movie we make, every, every movie we talk about is like, A, it's got 14 different names. Mm-hmm. Um, B, it was shot six years prior and just decided to come out the next, you know. Mm-hmm. Eight, you know? So um, this movie is from 1980, directed by, oh, I'm sorry, written and directed by Luigi Kazi. Kazi. As Louis Coates. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> okay. I prefer <laughs> Luigi Kazi, but I hey. think that
0: that was another thing, too, Is like sometimes the directors would just change their name to sound more American. They'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a completely American film.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it worked. I don't know, you know. Uh, I will now read the IMDb plot summary. Thank you to Matt Matt Pate for doing, for writing it. Okay, Yeah. let's hear it, Matt. A former astronaut helps a government agent and a police detective track the source of a mysterious alien pod spores filled with lethal flesh-dissolving acid to a South American coffee plantation controlled by alien pod clones. Uh, so, first of all, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty much the beginning, middle, and end that's of this movie. That's
1: the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Follow us, and we'll talk to you guys, to you guys next week. Yep. So, um, that's, boy, that's that's the whole movie right there. And, uh, that's yeah. a log line. That is a log line for sure. So, I kind of want to get into a
0: little bit about the the origins of this movie.
1: Before you do that, I do want to mention real quick that yeah. I do take umbrage with this fill with lethal flesh-dissolving acid. It, mm, it, would I consider I that too. flesh-dissolving? No. It, something else happens instead. Yeah. We'll get to it.
0: We'll sure. get to it. I mean, I, I, think, I hear flesh-dissolving. I think of something more along the lines of... Uh, Acid, yeah, uh, you know, Street skin melting right? off bone, yes. Slime, uh, yeah. We'll get into what actually ends up happening once you once you get one of these eggs around. It's you. much better. <laughs> it's much. It actually is much. I better. mean,
1: slime and melting is pretty cool, but this is pretty sweet too.
0: So. So you might be thinking, okay, this is 1980. You know, this probably you know what what else you know the aliens in 1980. What else could have come out around this time? I mean, perhaps a year prior. A year prior. And uh, you wouldn't be wrong if you thought Ridley Scott's Alien. (laughs) Pretty self, pretty easy to guess that one, I suppose. Um, and in this kind of this movie, uh, Contagion, aka Alien Contam, or I'm sorry, Contamination, aka Alien Contamination, aka Contamination. The alien has arrived on Earth, which is a little long winded, but I like it though. This was kind of the I'm not going to say the beginning because this has been being done for. A long time, and then we'll get into an example of this. But this was kind of the Italians taking a popular uh, I guess, alien is alien
1: technically an English film. Uh, really, Scott Alien uh, is an American movie okay. directed by a, a Brit.
0: So, taking a popular blockbuster mon, you know, a uh, huge movie and then turning it and kind of trying to make their own uh, sequels or, or making their own spin offs. So, th- this is a what kind of? I I don't know if it's an official term, but I've heard it thrown around is
1: mockbuster. I've never um, heard of that, but I like it a lot. Um, and a
0: and, like a, and a an lot. example of this is actually from our from our boy here, Luigi Kazi. Uh, several years prior, uh, pretty much off the tales of Star Wars, he released a movie called Star Crash. <laughs> now a lot of people, and it's just Love it has it. a lot of similarities to Star Wars, you know. Kind of laser swords like lightsabers. Um, it has a, a, a masked villain who kind of you know resembles a little bit of Dar- of a Darth Vader character.
1: And uh and that's kind of the first I had ever heard of a, of a mockbuster. Do you know what else what else that movie has? Christopher Plummer and David Hasselhoff. Okay, so some star power for you. Some
0: star power. Um, another another kind of movie uh that that came later for mockbusters. I I think of is uh. Are you ever, you're familiar with Mac and Me? Have you ever seen the commercials or clips well, from that movie? Well, if
1: you've seen any uh, any talk show appearance by Paul Rudd, do you ever hear about that? Yes. So, yes. yes, I know about Mac and Me. So, yeah. Mac
0: and Me was kind of the uh, the uh, Mockbuster version of E.T., um, kind okay. of yeah. a benevolent alien comes to Earth, befriends a child, um, kind of riding that
1: tale. i got to tell you, uh, I love Mockbuster. The yeah. More, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm liking it. Yeah, in in, in like recently,
0: it, you know, we've seen stuff. Um there's a, there's a film studio called Asylum and, and it, every time you kind of see like a big action movie come out, you'll see Asylum will kind of release like the the DVD version, like a straight to DVD version. Oh, and yeah. typically it'll come out between that blockbuster leaving theaters and hitting DVD. So you can get like this weird it's not even a bootleg, but it's kind of like a you know, not quite what you saw in theaters but might satisfy a night- nightmare
1: world version of that yes like you know?
0: like a good example of that is a uh, pacific rim came out uh it was a pretty big blockbuster movie i love that a- asylum released a movie called atlantic rim pretty shortly after
1: just like with transformers they have transmorphers transmorphers yeah. yes
0: so it's it's kind of this this taking of a of a name and just slightly changing it and then usually doing some, like, bad CGI and stuff. Like,
1: borderline, like, just toes the line between, like, you know, like, um, like, uh... Copyright infringement, Thank almost. you. Yeah, yes. I was doing yes. my yes. part. Copyright, like, just toeing the goddamn or line. Or intellectual
0: property, uh... Thank you. Right. Correct. So, I mean, it's a... But no, it's it's a kind of a fascinating genre. And, um, and in, in, in I guess and it, and it kind of started more like this. And, and even as far back as, uh, the, uh, Fulci's famous movie, Zombie... Or sometimes it's called Zombie 2, which is his way of kind of making a uh, a, uh, re, uh, a continuation of Night of the Living Dead. So it, it's not new to cinema. It's definitely not new to Italians to just kind of take something popular and be like, well, I'm going to make a sequel to that without having any permissions from the original creator. I feel like nothing's new to Italians. So I love their bread. I do too, and that's kind of just my quick little thing on Mockbusters and uh, the and, uh, by by no means a, a definitive history, but just kind of some other examples of what we're talking about when we talk about this type of thing. But yeah, Alien, uh, and and actually Luigi Kazi actually blatantly came out and said. Um, yeah, we, we wanted to make Alien, <laughs> and uh, we you, wanted to. You got to admire the you
1: know the transparency yes,
0: there. he wanted to make an Alien sequel where the Alien actually gets to Earth, and uh, and and that and what we got is uh, Contamination.
1: <laughs> is this this isn't our first like Alien related movie, is it? Uh, no, you can so
0: you go way back into the archives. We covered a little uh, little direct to DVD shit show called Breeders. Which was pretty I, don't remember, awful. I don't know how you
1: remember this stuff. I'm so bad at remembering our past lives in this um, podcast.
0: Other alien-type movies That's right, we, we've covered. I don't think we've actually covered anything with aliens. Now, if we have any OG fans, I'm talking we have any fans from back in 2016, 2015, the original pilot that Ryan Terokoff and I slid out was actually, we covered uh, two two alien movies um, Extra and Forbidden Planet, Forbidden World. So, if any, if, any, if, anybody, mean... if any of those original fifteen listeners are still hanging on to the pod, uh, send us a message. We, we look, I'll send you something. I don't know what I'll send you. But... You
1: won't get a message from me because I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't part of that. Yeah, know? I didn't. The listen original to like
0: pilot of the show. we covered, an alien, we covered two Alien movies. Shit, ah, man. Different hmm. times. Good times. And now we're on episode 40. Goddamn yeah. six. So, yep. Yeah, no, anyways, long story short, we haven't really covered an alien movie yet. And I kind of like it. Sci-fi horror is one of my uh, kind of favorites of the genre.
1: If they're like this one, I'm into it. And when it comes to like violence, like blood and gore, if it's mm-hmm. like this one, uh, bro, I'm into it. Although yeah. I do think we might be overdue for some slime. yeah i, I I've, been, yeah. I've been i've been craving the slime you know so yeah I'm, I'm well the keep slimes are kind going of going hard forward. to
0: find you know we got slime city and street trash well, under and, our belts i mean it, I, there's not every
1: a, every movie that we've we've covered so far wishes it was street trash that's the thing
0: yeah street trash kind of this was before street trash though so this movie technically did not wish it was Street even
1: Trash. even if it came out before street trash <laughs> it still wishes it was street trash i want to make that very clear
0: I I do have a movie in mind that we could possibly cover going forward. I'm not not even going to say it on the show. We can save it for afterwards, but it's a... Perks of
1: being a co-host, baby. I get to know this after we're done with this. It might quench your uh, slime... uh, God bless, man. Appetite. Very exciting. Very exciting. Should we get some kills? Yeah, let's get
0: into some kills. Um, So, like we said, who was our buddy? Matthew Patty? He pretty much gave the... Gave us a, a synopsis Correct. of this whole Matthew, movie. P- Matt Patty. Yep. Yeah. Matt well, Pate. Matt Pate. Matt
1: Pate. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Um, I mean, you know, you spoiled it, you know, so it's kind of a shitty job. But
0: So pretty much the movie opens with like a ship coming to port in New York City. Uh, a lot of beautiful shots of the Twin Towers. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Kinda it's kind of weird to see it. I, I feel like all these movies in the 80s, they just love to show them. You kind of forget how uh, monumental they were. I mean I, I guess never forget but 19 uh, years ago um, I haven't forgotten I haven't, I haven't forgotten either but, hell no so that we got this we got this ship coming to port and uh, immediately kind of like the CDC boards it we got some cops on there we got our our main cop Tony
1: Tony of course uh, his name is by the way we watched this movie dubbed to shit so
0: well everybody did I think I oh, don't yeah. know I'm sure remember we've talked about this even the Italian version is
1: probably dubbed in yeah. Italian doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. people love the dub back then Don't really, but uh
0: tony yeah. tony is played by one of the one of the stronger ted bundy lookalikes we've covered on the show here yeah uh, theodore Ooh. bundy
1: himself rest in uh, peace no uh, i'm not, not gonna oh really. uh, no. no rest yeah. in pieces ah, rest in piss yeah. oh nice <laughs> Just, i hope so so yeah, I mean
0: he's got he's kinda got the whole look down though.
1: It's in um, the foreheads and the, the, the bushy yeah. eyebrows, the almost like the the, the trappings of a uh, unibrow coming in hot. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying he was inspired by Ted Bundy by his outfit choices and haircut, but
1: it's hard Wait, Was to, he the same one that was pretty shitty to to the women in this movie?
0: I think everybody kind of is. Yeah, this uh, movie's not great to women
1: no nope. in a lot of movies we cover are i was gonna, I was gonna um, say it's the, kind of a pattern that it's is kind, unintentional but it is a pattern nonetheless it really shows you how just uh times have changed times have changed and very I, I, much and, and you know what and i'm for it man yeah times have definitely changed for the times better up because harvey weinstein 23 years in prison it's later so uh anyway yeah but yeah
0: so this ship comes to port and pretty immediately we got the cdc in there they're all hazmatted up they're opening up cupboards and shit there's bloody corpses falling out but then we get the real kind of first taste of what this uh cont- contamination is all about when they find these like
1: how would you describe the eggs steve well, first of all, they moan. I can't... I really can't... You can't have that part be the last one you mention. It has to be the first thing. They moan. Y- yes. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like... It's It's like when you're sick and whenever you breathe, whenever you exhale, you kind of yeah. wheeze a bit. Like you, Or you, like, whistle with your nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that, only more terrifying. Um, and they kind of... You know, they pulsate, you know, and... I'm sure, believe me, I would, don't get me wrong, I would make a hell of an omelet out of those things. Well, they eggs look like avocados almost. Yeah, but the more, the closer they get to, um, uh, the closer, I'm trying to not to spoil anything, the closer oh. they get to actualization. Oh, uh, yeah, the more activating, ca- I think that's active. what they call it. That's <laughs> a good word, activating, yeah. Uh, the more kind of bulgy they get, the more, yeah. more volatile, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's a good yeah. word for it. And, and they kind of just...
0: Burst like very much, kind of like Alien, where the where the eggs burst.
1: Yeah, well, there's no face huggers here.
0: No, probably to
1: its detriment, although.
0: No, because but what we although, do get is a is a the egg bursts. We get an ac- acidic splatter, but like we said earlier, instead of it just kind of melting the said uh, victim's face and it does arm, do that too. But it, it does. It's It does. But that's just a. It's a byproduct. Just, so I mean. What I'm—I'm I'm not a scientist here, but you get the acid on your face, it seeps into your bloodstream. I'm assuming it happens pretty quick, and then it, it somehow works its way into kind of your chest cavity, and then boom,
1: you're—you're you're blown up. We're talking about well, it's—I mean, you mentioned look, this isn't like you know like like the Death Star blowing up. This no. is simply enough. It's almost like just your just the stomach, the abdomen explodes um really i mean because of the the, the poor special effects in the movie it's kind of looks like it's just like a piece of the stomach falling off but the point is all the entrails fly out the um you know the the viscera you know Mm -hmm. the 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 the, yeah Uh, for my pleasure of course as always for this podcast but um yeah bloody mess you know the reactions on their face is always like fuck what's going on there's a surprising amount of slow motion every time it explodes. Which which is necessary.
0: I, it, it's, <laughs> it's necessary, but I think it really does show how uh, just
1: uh, practical. This which, is capital P practical effects here. <laughs> I mean, granted, they couldn't exactly rely on any CGI at the time. Although, but, you know, this is they make do with what they have. I imagine this was not a very expensive movie to make. As is this never any movie that we make that we, we uh, talk about? No, uh, no, you're right. Uh, but you know, it's, I, I, all I'm saying is this: if I was given the option of most badass death—death death by facehugger or getting like a drop of this thing on my on my arm, therefore my whole body, my whole abdomen explodes—that's how it's done, man. Are you going with exploding body? I'm going with exploding body, okay. which is, and that goes for pretty much anything in my life. I go with exploding <laughs> body. Yeah,
0: I mean, it was it's it's pretty crazy. Like so, we, like all these doctors, you know, they're in these pristine white hazmat suits, and the blood is like you said, Steve. It's almost it's very you can tell it's Italian because it looks like giallo blood.
1: It looks like goopy. It's it's that it's that bright red, you know. Paint. It's it's, it's like paint. It really is. I mean, I I I don't know if it's like super effective, but it does. It works for me. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like almost like a calling card for Italian giallo yeah. cinema. Sure. So you know i it it feels like home when you when I see that even though its as, I wouldn't consider it like a effective blood method
0: no it does, it is kind of cozy you're right it is it does have it does have a a homey feel to it but um kind of from there I mean the next kind of big gore thing so they're they're they've they figured out they found these eggs uh they they've they took one back to the this headquarters i guess also i always a advised. yeah you know what are you gonna do I, they don't ever address it, but I'm thinking this is in the future. You think so? Um, I don't know. Just based on some of the... I, I, it's hard to tell. I mean, we'll get into it, but at some point, we, we have been to Mars.
1: Yeah. So, so we'll get claim, into that. But... I was using the restroom during that. So, you claim that we've been to Mars, but the, I wasn't gone that long, and apparently I missed a whole expedition to yeah, Mars. Yeah, you did. That must have been a quick one, because I wasn't that,
0: that long. But, um... Anyways, they're in this kind of CDC lab room, and uh, we see them. Which I, we, we we'll, let's be the judge here. They they inject the poison into a rat. They sure do. Now let's let's Sludge. think. Here. Do they actually blow up a rat here? Do we think?
1: You know, this is the same country that put out like cannibal Holocaust, yes. which while fake, still had a, had the cast and crew almost sent to prison.
0: And it and it had a fair amount of animal dismemberment of actual the turtles
1: animals. the the, you know, the yeah. tortoises or I don't know what the tortoises torn torti so we know the Italians in the 70s and 80s were not above they were not above animals yeah so I'm gonna go ahead and say it's fake but. You know, i yeah. that there is a better than there is a more than zero percent chance that it was a real rat. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's goodness knows to... many rats have died in, that, in those conditions. Yes. in real life. So I mean,
0: so anyways, yes, they they inject it. a rat, they blow it up, um, and then from here they kind of are like they 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 kind of find, they they try they track where the the ship was heading, and this is one of my favorite parts of the entire movie is is when they 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 go to this. Uh, warehouse that's supposed to be picking up the delivery of these eggs off the ship and it's answered by just like your generic gangster. He shoots a cop right in the head. They barge in. That was a blade job right there. Yeah. And then MJF take note. And then uh, there's kind of like a standoff between the cops and and the gangsters. And for some reason the gangster is pointing his gun at the cops and he aims it down and just ends up shooting one of the eggs like point blank. Remember that? Yes. And I wondered why. I, I do too. And I don't know if it's because he thought that they, he was going to just destroy the cargo.
1: So you think it was kind of like maybe a possible like suicide possibly? I don't
0: know. But then he seemed really surprised when the venom and, or the, the toxins got on him and caused him to explode. So it kind of makes me think that he maybe didn't know what he what was gonna happen when he. Which wouldn't that.
1: surprise you. These guys weren't exactly like you said; they're not scientists. So no, I don't. It's very possible they just didn't know what the hell they had. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking
0: that you know, but then again, why would he just shoot the egg? I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it. he's
1: just a fan of the of chaos, you know?
0: Well, and that chaos caused it to be, I think, my favorite death of the movie because it's just kind of stupid, and there's a lot of exploding guys in this movie. But there's oh, only one that, that. that had this kind of uh, chaotic energy of the gangsters uh, committing suicide. It's gangster energy. I think it just
1: comes <laughs> with the territory. Yeah, it you know? was
0: just it's some heavy gangster energy. But um, we, should
1: all, we should all strive for some of that energy in this time. <laughs> so, so that that happens.
0: <laughs> that happened. <laughs> and I think from there they find out like where the where the. Uh, uh, the avocado. I'm sorry, not the avocados. The the eggs are coming from, and it's a coffee plantation. As we, as as our good friend uh, Matthew Pate uh, mentioned. I mean, let's just call a spit a spade here. I'm not always watching these movies for the plot. No, and I'm <laughs> going to be honest. What we head into after this is about 45 minutes of pretty much nothing happening. Yeah, um, that's kind
1: of common in a lot of the movies in this time. which I don't yeah. love,
0: but. So we get the gory gangster shootout effect thing, uh, then we get a whole bunch of backstory about the expedition to Mars. the 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 Mars the the astronaut came home. He's depressed.
1: Yada yada He's, yada. He, he is sought refuge in the drink in the bottle. Yes, and I believe too. I thought
0: I, I read in I don't remember where I read it. Might have <laughs> been on IMDb that. Remember we made a comment about his wrist?
1: Yeah, his his wrist was randomly bandaged up. And I and I read
0: on IMDb that it was because he tried to kill himself.
1: So I was right. I nailed that shit. I yeah, told you. and
0: they don't say that at all in the movie, but it's no, I guess don't. it's kind of implied. But it could also be like oh, this is just a shitty Italian movie. Maybe he's actually just injured during filming. I just assumed
1: because of like the drink and all that that he maybe yes. tried to kill himself. I'm glad I was right. So I'll never forget this moment.
0: And from there we're dealing with this like uh former astronaut. We're dealing with Tony the cop. We're dealing with this CDC agent. And they're on their way to, I think I I don't I don't know. Where where do you, do you know where they go? No. South
1: America somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in South America. They but may, um they might as well have just have the little subtitle that said somewhere in South America.
0: And from here it kind of turns
1: into like a weird like Political spy, almost movie. It does, even with like, even the, with with the whole like the actual villain revealing himself, like, ah, oh, that mm-hmm. was actually I'm me, I'm the head honcho here.
0: And he's like a crazy. He's the other astronaut who went to Mars, who's now crazy. Very Bond villain ask,
1: not in a good way, I would say. No, <laughs> but yes, like a Bond villain nonetheless.
0: But from there, you know, we kind of get this whole spy spying on you know trying to get into the coffee plants a lot of just uh,
1: boring sp- like very dated spy shit is the coffee kind of like a, a way to hide them also <laughs> I, producing these uh, yeah, delectable th- looking eggs i
0: think so and it seems like a way that they're shipping it out is like
1: contraband to whom who the hell knows I don't to know the who's... gangsters oh yeah of course <laughs> So, we, like I said, back when they were gangsters before they blew themselves up.
0: We have a bunch of kind, you know, at one point, we, we do have a little like Giallo bit in there where there's a, there's a woman showering and you kind of see like the gloved hand coming into her room. But instead of stabbing her with a knife like a Giallo movie, what do they do but just place an egg on the floor?
1: <laughs> I mean, why not have the egg do the dirty work? And you know, plus, the stabbing's <laughs> boring. Having your abdomen explode out of your body? Now that's, that's true. That's a more.
0: Well, she does escape and, and ends up eventually, you know, we get Tony, we get the, the CDC lady kidnapped by the Bond villain. We got our astronaut fucking hero coming in late. But uh, this this is where the gore kind of picks back up. You know, so we kind of yada, yada, yada over about 45 minutes of the movie here. But you don't yes, need do. to know what happens. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Not important. Um, not play job approved. No, it's not, that part's not play job approved. But what we get then is the uh, the kind of maybe last half hour, where we find out that there's some sort of alien, in that that is laying the eggs and whatnot. So
1: kind of like the master, yeah, the master. always yeah. kind of has a hold on these uh, characters. Mm-hmm.
0: As wanna- a master
1: alien does. Do you want to give a a quick uh, visual description
0: of the alien for the folks at home?
1: Picture like a, like an hour, like a really big hourglass with okay. like gross skin over it. Slime. There's um, some slime. Some slime, which is you know nice. I mean, we're, we're slime mucus. boys. Some mucus for sure. Goop. Um, goop, definitely present. There's definitely a lot of goop. <laughs> um, I believe the eyes, I mean, yeah, it's very clearly just like a light that they just like turn on randomly. But yeah, so that's the eye.
0: This thing looks like one of those, like, aliens you'd see from, like, a like a 1950s, mm-hmm. like, drive-in, uh, almost like Ed Wood type movie. It, it literally looks like foam and slime. And, and it doesn't move. With the goop.
1: Don't forget the goop. Oh, and goop. Yeah. I mean, it looks fine, you know. but Just to, just to, <laughs> to, to summarize it all for you, it looks fine. It's fine.
0: So, um... Unfortunately, so we also learn it has some kind of like telep- telepathy, and it kind of can control people who look in its eye. It's it can like a get in your head, box. yeah.
1: And uh, we lose our boy, Tony. Now, Tony, he... New York cop. He, yeah, hero cop. He, um, Yeah, he. The, the alien gets in his head. He kind of walks forward, and then the alien decides, to. you know what, I've got a big sucker thing here that could eat a human whole. And that's pretty much what he does. Boy does it. Boy boy does it. He does it in spades, my friend. He kind of whips him first, knocks him down, that just kind of... Well, I believe he's covered in the goop that... Oh. Because he kind of like... um, you know, Not unlike how a boa would constrict, he kind of just like wraps around him. Mm -hmm. He's in agony, probably because he's touching the goop. Um, But his chest doesn't explode. Yeah, but this is like advanced goop because it's from the the, the master himself. The master's a little bit more in control of what the goop does, I imagine. So anyway, but I mean, yeah... Because the last thing I want to do is have someone explode while they're mid-eating, mid-consuming. Yeah, I guess
0: you want to get all that good stomach stuff in your stomach.
1: I imagine human innards are delectable for aliens. I imagine that. So, yeah, I mean, he gets sucked up. It reminds me of in Dragon Ball Z when Cell turns, has his, uh, and he sucks up people with his big tail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Deep cut, but deep-ish cut, but sure. Uh, so that's kind of what happens with, to, you know, to Tony, to Tony. Uh, Tony, rest, rest in peace, Tony.
0: Yeah, he is a good dude. Um, actually, he was not a good dude. He was kind of very sexist and shitty to, to yeah, it wasn't to a great, to the great female throughout. He kind of deserved it, honestly. And he looked like Ted Bundy, which yeah.
1: uh, also shockingly we, like him. We,
0: we haven't talked about either um, our our other um, uh, main male lead of the movie, the astronaut, um, played by one Ian McCulloch. Was that his Ian name? McCullough. McCullough? Mm-hmm. Um, you probably wouldn't recognize him. He's been in like two movies, but the other movie where he was also the lead in was Full Cheese Zombie, which we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he had a beard in that one. But in this movie, he has a striking resemblance to Robert Redford, Roger uh, Mal- Moore, Malcolm, McDowell, Malcolm McDowell, kind of all and sort of like a
1: hybrid of all of
0: those boys. Yeah, like those like a lot of men. lot of late seventies, even early seventies, uh, kind of like. Strawberry blonde, strong boys.
1: You, you kind of had a shirt too, where you kind of had. You looked very, very uh, tropical. Yeah, uh, I do like that kind of like late seventies, bleeding into the early eighties attire of like, yeah, uh, more uh, earth, earthly colors. Yeah, earth tones. Earth tones, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I know you were a big fan of Tony's chest hair too. I was. Uh, yeah. it's, it feels good to be seen, represented on you know on on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to finally see yourself. So.
0: So from here, like we had said, Tony's been eaten. At this point, our Redford look-alike, Ian McCalla, is uh running and gunning through the coffee factory. And this is we get some good kills here at the end where we kind of have another team of like hazmat, gas masks, Just cronies, henchmen. Yeah, cronies. Henchmen. Uh, they suck. They can't shoot for shit. They're like stormtroopers out there. Yeah,
1: but it's funny you mentioned that. I did think of stormtroopers as yes. well. I mean, maybe because those are the white suits, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's not uncommon for the leading man to kind of get a gun and finally he could just like shoot it like nobody's business, yeah. you know, flawless execution. Yeah. It's always in the chest area that he gets the shots of people in the chest and... Yeah, and he's an astronaut. He's like he's
0: like a GI Joe.
1: He's like the GI Joe astronaut. If that kind was kind of an everyman, a jack of all trades, yeah. you know, kind of almost like a Mary Sue a little bit, but you know. But uh, yeah, so he's he's mowing these dudes down. We
0: get some good explosions here because he's also as he's just rampaging through the lab. He's he's shooting guys in the chest. There, he's he's shooting eggs. So there's. We got, uh, you know, slime going on people, causing them to not only die from bullet wounds, but die from having their chest cavities burst open. What a way to go! Um, I love it. And it's pretty cool. I mean, it's like, like I said, it's like a really pretty bloody beginning and a pretty bloody end to this movie.
1: Good bookends to the to the thing. I just yeah. wish the middle was a little bit more, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and, it, and it
0: ends with uh, you know our boy here, the astronaut, saving the. Uh, Kind of health agent, um, as she's also heading towards
1: certain death. That is the eye of the Cyclops alien. That's right. She was about to be the next sucked up like Cell in DBZ, but... but
0: but he sucks her up. He, he saves her, and, and as he's going, he uh, he shoots the uh, the his his astronaut partner turned evil, and um, he we kind of find out that he actually because he gets shot and then he stands up. And just explodes, and which I'm okay with. I mean, I I'm understand. okay with it too. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So he explodes, and then, like, this is like I don't know why this was not discussed earlier, but this astronaut, I believe his name was um, Hubbard, was the, the astronaut who we've been referring to this entire time, um, and we found out was his namesake of Elron Hubbard. So I guess he's worth you know being being homaged to. Uh, yeah. So Hubbard mentions that you know when he was in on Mars that you know his partner, the evil astronaut, didn't come home, which I feel like is a pretty big piece of information that you should uh, kind of glossed over there. Kind of mm-hmm. glossed over, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that the guy that we just saw blow up was a clone." And uh, I, 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 did I miss that part? I no, guess. I well, I mean, I I kind of read that in the Wikipedia oh, kind of okay. synopsis, because ah. I was kind of like, "What fanfic? Can what happened it? there?" Interesting. So okay. yeah, it doesn't make sense, but that's pretty much um, how it wraps. And they say that the actual, the actual astronaut is still
1: stuck on Mars. Um, <laughs> Which is a fate worse than death, if you ask me. Yeah. Plus, we've already seen that movie, isn't that? Wasn't that The Martian? We've already seen that. Movie, yeah. So. So this, this, might actually, this might actually be a prequel to The Martian, if you think it about could it.
0: could be. So. Um, it's definitely a prequel to the current state we're in as a as a global. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what are we going through? What, what, would, what would we call this right now? A conf- not a conflict. A crisis. A, a crisis. This is a yeah, crisis, crisis for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, Eric, did you like the movie? Um, you know what? How about this? Why don't we just wrap this up by going through a couple of good, bad, and what the fucks?
0: Okay. I'm going to go with a, a good. When it's there, I like the gore.
1: I it, like the explosions. The pra- when you're forced to do practical because you don't exist when there's CGI, uh, you know you have to do it the best you can. And I think that the the... Practical effects were pretty good itself, and I think I think it was a highlight. The exploding abdomen area to me is the, the highlight of the movie. I, I agree. Mean, that's that's why you buy a ticket, or in our case, you just put, yes. press play. Um, I
0: I do think it's kind of fun if you really are like an, are an alien fan to kind of because you can almost look at this as like an alien fan fiction. Sure, of like, it's like what, an alternate
1: reality. Yeah, alternate yes. telling of like what happens. For so sure. If,
0: if you're an alien fan, you know maybe check it out. I think that it's it's it doesn't hide. It, like we said, the director blatantly
1: said. This movie was made because I liked Alien. <laughs> Which, hey man, I like that. You know, it yeah. Works, you know, most you know most directors who have influence list off their influences when they when they accept their Oscar. But this yeah. guy's like, nah. I, you know, I'm into it. You know, I like Alien. I'm making this movie, and if you know, hopefully Ridley Scott sees it. You think Ridley Scott saw this movie? Uh, I, I, I'm not trusting Ridley Scott too much these days. I don't think he has. He's, he's uh, Ridley Scott's definitely. I think he, Ridley Scott is more. Uh, up in the air, quality wise these days, and people realize. I think he's a little. I think he's
0: bad. a little pretentious too. Maybe.
1: Well, I I know, I know that there's that that uh, interview with him where they mention like, um, if you could change anything from Alien, what would you change? And he goes, nothing. It's a perfect movie. Which you know. Take that as you will, you know, Director is a movie perfect. I don't. I think. Yeah. You know, I think that. Well, I, w- I kind of wish George Lucas might have had a little bit of that uh, stripe in him. Well, yeah, that's a whole other podcast for sure. But, um, but you know, I, I like that this movie does not hide the fact that it's a ripoff. You know, it's, I agree. Should we get into what do you think about some of the bad though? Well, I as I, it, it almost becomes like a. A, a, a persistent thing with our movies that uh, the dubbing is trash. It almost goes without saying. I don't. Is there any good dubbed in movies? I don't even know if a movie can be dubbed uh, well. Mean, technically, like
0: Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is dubbed, okay. and, and yeah. you know it's a classic. I think some of those spaghetti westerns are. I'm sh- and I'm sure there's good Italian movies from the '60s that are also dubbed. Yeah. So, you know, that's fair. Take that for what it is.
1: Rampant sexism in this movie.
0: A lot, yeah. of, a lot
1: of the dudes do not like women very well, very much. Um, yeah, well, I believe our hero, uh,
0: Hubbard, the astronaut, slaps the shit out of the CDC worker
1: a few times. He just seems so threatened by a woman who knows yeah. what she's doing. It's
0: kind of weird that he beca- he's the hero of the movie.
1: He is a, uh, an anti-hero. He's an air quotes hero. <laughs> to be fair, though, uh, the, the woman that he slaps... I've never seen someone come back from a slap that quick. She doesn't even doesn't even faze her. She's like, I'm despite the slap. You, we still know that I'm like you know a your boss and b like you know I, better than you. I respect that. It's very nice. Yeah, she she clapped back pretty quick for sure. Um, now in the notes here under the bad, you have the sound the egg makes. I don't know if I agree with that at all. I kind of um, like it. It's 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 just weird enough and like off kilter to be kind of creepy. Are you moving it up to the good? Maybe I'm gonna move it up to the good.
0: Okay, I can I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I'm glad I, I can sway I, you. I, it shouldn't have been in the bad. It should have. If anything, it should have been in the what the fuck. But it, it's you know what? That's
1: probably a better spot it, for it. De- it's
0: definitely not bad because it is. It's just interesting enough that it makes it memorable. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um. And yeah, you also, one thing I do agree with is the middle of the movie is boring as fuck. Yeah, and I never like to call a movie, well, you know what, in this podcast I do. So never really. It
0: was boring. I mean, it was, it I'm not going to, you know what though, I'm going to say it was a little more exciting than
1: Audition. Uh, a, a colonoscopy <laughs> is more exciting than Audition. Dying from from the coronavirus is more exciting than the freaking Audition so. um Alien creature effects. Are you talking yeah. about like the uh, we, yeah? We, yeah, the, we
0: talked about this. Was the whole kind of effect the, of the alien, the um, the, um prosthetics, the yeah? Uh, is he a puppet? I don't really even know what it is. I would assume it's a puppet. It's pretty big. It is big, but um, but that doesn't mean it's good,
1: right? It does it's not mean it's means good. Means
0: nothing in life. You put this thing back in a drive-in movie from 1956. It fits right in. So it that does. shows you that. <laughs> And, and, and creature effects had
1: progressed quite a bit by this time. I mean, hell, we just, we, we,
0: Alien came out
1: before right. this. You so. can't get much better practical <laughs> effects than Alien, literally. I mean, you just can't do it. So uh, it is what it is. The what the fuck. Fake Ted Bundy and fake Robert Redford. Now, Robert Redford slash Malcolm McDowell slash... Uh, Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah, a lot of guys. Really a hybrid of all those Hollywood leading hunks, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's under the what the fuck. I guess I agree. I with think that the for Ted sure. Bundy
0: is more of the what the fuck. The now Ted, that I'm really yeah, thinking about it, yeah, there was it. at
1: one point. I remember you told me you were like, I'm convinced that that's Ted
0: Bundy. Like, yeah, were, I had to look it up, because I was like, he was in jail at this time, wasn't he? <laughs> he, he was. Unless they let him out,
1: like you, can, you may act in one movie, <laughs> and then you're gonna be, then you're gonna be executed as shit for like the love of God, you're gonna be executed like a motherfucker.
0: Um, um, rest
1: in pieces, asshole. So I yeah,
0: I don't I, I'm gonna skip the next one because we've already kind of covered the gangster scene. Of it, i so shooting the
1: eggs for it, no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah, in
0: the moment it's kind of a what the fuck scene, but sure. you know it, it's yeah, I don't know. No,
1: Eric. T- yeah, you need to touch upon this last note here well, <laughs> this last what the fuck. This is interesting. So, so the
0: once our once our, once our trio of heroes land in the unnamed South American city, um, there's seemingly like. I don't want to call it stock footage because the the actors are seen in it, but there's like a parade going on.
1: I would consider it more of just like a happy like opportunity for them. Like, hey, there's this parade going on. We're gonna shoot this included in the movie. Yeah. So there's like otherwise this... there's no context at all for it. No. Why so I'm inclined to believe that it was just like a guerrilla style kind of thing. Yeah,
0: and it, it's it's seemingly like I'm no expert. I'm no cultural anthropologist, but. I'm going to make a guess that this parade is kind of celebrating tobacco or cigars. Everybody seems to be smoking cigars, even like yeah. little children.
1: Yeah, and they're not small ones. These are big stogie boys or big old darts for yeah. sure. And, and, and as we're kind of panning
0: through the parade, we, we just like get this little flash shot at the very end of this guy who is smoking a cigar that is, no joke, the size of an arm.
1: Like, in, I, I in, wish in, I could like like uh, Schwarzenegger's arm, not like yours I, yeah. my arm, my weak ass arms. Like
0: I wish there was a better way to describe it. It doesn't look real. It looks like a comic. It looks like a like a like a
1: like, comedy like a, like a George uh, whoever that guy is, I forgot his name. The guy who smokes in the Mad Mad Magazine. Never mind. I, I don't know who that is, but yeah. it's, it's
0: almost like a fake prop from like a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's actually a better way of describing it. It looks
0: so fake and dumb, but I don't. I think this was actually kind of like George Burns on location footage of of some of event taking place, which blew my mind that this cigar this big existed. It had to have been interesting because it like wasn't a movie. It was too bizarre to be like a movie prop for for the film.
1: Yeah, it's just it, it, especially if it's it's only for that one shot where you're, Yeah. so it's they're just enough for Mickey to go like what the fuck was that and then that's yes. it was <laughs> <It's>, have <laughs> long moved on from that. And it's I don't know. I mean that, that I could
0: almost put that into the good cuz it was just yeah, it made me laugh. Yeah, it's certainly hard.
1: memorable, isn't it?
0: It made me laugh.
1: It's hard to forget that image for sure for totes.
0: But um but I think I I think I covered my favorite kill which was kind of the gangster Explosion killed. Do you have a favorite particular killer? My death favorite or...
1: death is the was is the first time someone explodes. Oh, so the it's first in slow motion because it's just so sudden and you're just like, what the hell is going on? Because like you again, you I'm wouldn't expect it. that explosion to come from getting getting the uh, the goop on you. No, and I'd then, expect melt. But they just all of a sudden they just and it's always like under their clothes, so like you can see like their shirts expanding as their abdomen explodes so the whole shirt explodes and <laughs> viscera flying at the camera yeah um, it's just so over the top and that's why it's my favorite Big yeah. Daddy V you, you know this wrestler named viscera really yeah I, don't, I, 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 I like the word vis- oh of course he's dead there's so <laughs> many dead wrestlers you keep telling me about him
0: it's okay I'll, I'll keep name dropping them as we go but it. Big Daddy V viscera rest in peace I guess yeah um but I think yeah I think that that's the 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 gory explosion kills in this movie are I love them.
1: That's why we do it. If that's this is why we have this podcast.
0: And that's so. why you watch this movie. And you know what? On Amazon Prime streaming. On Amazon Prime streaming. I'm going to say, you know, we do we are we 100% sure that coronavirus doesn't do this to people?
1: Uh, it's very possible. China's in shambles right now, China covered hasn't. in viscera. They're just like, we, we can't get this out. We just can't get out. Italy, Italy. This was actually
0: live footage of what's going on in Italy right now. People what? are just having their chest cavities burst open.
1: Also, they've never escaped the 80s. <laughs> it's still 1980 over in Italy. Yeah, right they're
0: now. not. I mean, to be fair, there, yeah, there could be a fair amount of bear, of, uh, of 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 hardly buttoned uh, shirts and slapping of women in Italy today.
1: I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. You know, unfortunately that's how life is. So
0: yeah, you so you, you know, uh, hope that they get it together over there in all in all regards, <laughs> many many regards. Um, you, and
1: keep, maybe keep it over there. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep it over there. But I think that's it for us today. Um, you know,
1: like I said, wash your hands. Please don't and don't don't be listening <laughs> to this and being like, oh yeah, I don't really wash my hands, so I probably should now. Just go back in time and have always washed your hands. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That's all I'm saying. So,
0: um, like I said, next week we've got a good. We got we, our next episode. We got a fun episode of. Uh, we're going we're to try something new. We're going to be
1: doing. We're going to be covering AEW Blood and Guts. Um, which, Something tells me that this may not include as many as much blood and guts as I would expect. We'll see. I mean,
0: I think that's we're gonna have to really take it to task, you know, okay. for coming out with a name like that. Might I'm be an
1: investigation me. right there because yeah. I'm not super confident about that. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. you
0: knew we'd be on the case though when when they dropped this name of this event. So yeah, you know, we, we gotta are, do it. We gotta do it. Answer the call, man. Yeah. So. Uh, Most
1: importantly, follow us on Instagram. Yes.
0: Like I said, there might be some important updates regarding next show on on, uh, Instagram. Uh, Hint, hint, maybe watch along if you are inclined. Uh, Follow for details. But if you think that that's something that would interest you, we're working on it. So, I think that that's about it, though.
1: That is the end of the episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. And for your many, many reviews that don't exist. Please keep that going. We got Uh, we If we have one more show without a review, we get shot. Please don't let this happen to us. We really need it to happen.
0: This Um, not
1: getting shot needed to happen.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, who knows, where, who, who knows what the world will be like when you listen to this? Yeah. Maybe this, coronavirus might may be the has, last episode of Blade Shop. <laughs> coronavirus might have swept through, um, you know, planet Earth. You know, it might be a Planet of the Apes scenario. Or, like, um, I Am
1: Legend. I heard through the grapevine that apparently yeah. in China, they're, like, not getting many more cases. It's just, like, I've
0: heard, yeah, I've heard, too, like, in, in certain cities, like, there's been, like, um, like... Forty cases and forty recoveries.
1: So Yeah, so um you know, maybe we're just gonna wait it out. And if you're old, mm, stay home. Yeah. If so if you're young, stay home. Well you are staying home because schools are closing like a motherfucker, so Yeah, and jobs too. Yeah, I'm kinda waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. whenever I An hear people, no day. whenever I hear a thing about like working from home, I'm like, Okay, boss, you see this? You see that? I can easily work from home so we'll see well
0: if you're working from home uh, you know we got a lot of episodes in the archives yeah. keep yourself busy with those wouldn't hate <laughs> um, that a lot of time to leave reviews
1: that's all yep. i a yeah. lot of time
0: and uh, yeah I think that's it we'll see you guys next episode it's all gonna right. be a fun one stay safe please love of god yeah. we need to
1: have an audience at least <laughs> yes goodbye alright later <laughs>